Hello, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another wonderful spiritual teaching video for you. This is going to be a good one. Now, I want to give a big thanks to Zoom Pro. I use them to record through. Now, please remember, there is no green screen behind me. So if I look fuzzy or if around my hair, pictures come, that's my background, my living room. If I point my hand and it disappears into the picture, it's because there's no green screen. I use a blue Yeti microphone and I'm working on a gaming computer. I am will edit this through Wondershare Filmora. I've been using it for years. And we want to give Google Clipboard a wonderful thank you. I got this wonderful picture from them for free. And this is going to demonstrate and illustrate ourselves to ourselves. Because I'm going to ask you a question. That's right. And here's the question. How can you tell if you and your heart is wicked? This picture, this video, is going to represent you that I see. Your heart, your words, the unspoken words, your thoughts, your desires. It's as a fiery dragon full of icky stuff. Breathing out through your words, your actions, your deeds, even in your deep dreams of your spirit. So we're going to go to a wonderful book, the King James Authorized Bible. We're going to work out of the book of Psalms written by King David. And we're going to use the Webster's Dictionary to help us in teaching and helping you to self-reflect. A master teacher like me is going to call you in and sit you down and say, let's review. We're going to look at yourself. What have you done? Why have you done what you did? Why are all the behaviors that you do suspicious? What's really ruling your thoughts, your heart? What desires do you have that you don't tell anybody? So here in this word of encouragement, we're going to look at you. And I'm asking you a question. How can you tell? I can already tell. I'm the king of the kingdom of heaven. He knows. And your spiritual enemy knows. But you don't. So I want to ask you. How can you tell? If you and your heart. Your thoughts. Your imaginations. Your dreams. Your goals. Your purposes. Are wicked. That is your word of encouragement for today. Right out of Psalms, a book of the Bible by King David, Psalms 10, 4 through 5. A king's talking to you. He's called you into his throne room. He's got you before the ministers of the kingdom and before Pastor Deborah. He's going to ask you some questions because he has looked at you. And he wants you to look at yourself. So let's begin first with prayer to help us in our self-reflection time. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word out of Psalms, out of the book of King James Bible, the authorized version. 
where there's no commentary by any denomination, just the fully translated word out of Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic, maybe Latin, into our common tongue. Thank you for all those translators, people who sacrificed themselves to get us the word. They broke it out. It was in captivity by the Catholic Church. It was held in bondage. You couldn't speak it, couldn't say it, couldn't read it. Only the priest. And they would tell you what they wanted you to know. So thank you for freeing your word from captivity. Thank you. And Father, we wish and we hope that you will fulfill your Isaiah 61 and 62 in these precious people's lives that are listening. And give them a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision. Bring their spirit up out of the miry clay of the flesh, their lust, so you can talk to it directly. Father, help them to understand that spiritual light and truth must first come by your Holy Spirit and your word to their spirit inside of their dirt body. Then to their soul to transform it and its thoughts and its heart and its emotions and its feelings. And then therefore out through the physical body to shine and reflect you and your light and your truth. So Father, we thank you for this wonderful illustration of what you and I see, their soul, their mental health, their ideas, their thoughts, their feelings. Even their spirit is but a dragon, a fiery beast that breathes out flames and death. Father, help us as we go through your word. And we use the Webster's Dictionary to help define what is a wicked heart and mind. Thank you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, let's listen to King David. Psalms 10. Verse 4, the wicked, through the pride of his continence, his face, his feelings, his desires, his words, his true feelings, through one's deeds, actions, will not spiritually seek after God, the God of Israel and King David, and Pastor Deborah. For that God is not in all of his thoughts. But you. 99% of you. Even those that believe. In the God of King David. This is your heart. Your thoughts. Your lust. This is what pride does to a beautiful spirit. Turns it into a fiery. Lustful dragon. That's right. Webster's Dictionary defines the word for us to help us. We're going to look at the word wicked, pride, and continence. The word wicked, as defined by Webster's Dictionary, means one, morally very bad, evil. Well, you would have to know what morally good was in order to see this comparison. Number two, wicked is defined as fierce, vicious, raging to kill, hateful, full of envy and jealousy. 
Now, I know that. And in you, you know that. When you want something and you're willing to do anything to get it, kill, steal, and destroy, lie, pervert justice, delay justice, sell your children for money, human traffic things, have more money, you will have human slaves. That's defined wicked by Webster's Dictionary. It also means very bad. Well, does that mean there's something called very good? Yes. Number four, disgustingly unpleasant, vile. Number five, likely to cause harm, distress, or trouble. Six, going beyond reason. You think this guy is reasonable? You think your heart and thoughts and emotions are reasonable? When you do domestic violence, rape children, kill babies in the womb, steal, lie, sell your children, sell your own government out, play to the banks, play to big government, trying to have one nation that even stops us from thinking private thoughts. will cause harm to you and to the humanity and to the weather. You know the weather's against you because some ancestor of ours named Cain killed his brother Abel. The earth rose up in its voice and said, I will curse you, Cain. Your physical body is cursed because you have spilled blood. The earth, the wind, the water is not for you. It is not releasing its blessings to you. Till you get on your knees and ask its forgiveness and stop killing and shedding blood because of envy and jealousy and desires, the earth will be against you. Oh, you call it climate change? You think it's the fossil fuels? Those fossil fuels were created for your pleasure and to help you. They are not a bad thing. But the earth has a voice. And it is currently ruled in most places by this guy. Your spiritual adversary. It is under subjection and torture. And it answers to him. You go study ancient Greece. They believed in gods of the weather. The rain. The sea. The dirt. In lakes and trees. This guy replaced the one true God. The creator. He stole his property, kidnapped it, because you, humanity, you, disobeyed and have fallen into death and fiery lust in your soul. You serve another God. You become wicked and vile. That's you. Wicked means very evil. That must mean evil. Is it a bad thing? The Hebrews definition out of the strong concordance means morally wrong. Well, then there must be something called morally right. And morally wrong. And if you are classified as we see your heart is as wicked, you're morally wrong. 
It means bad, condemned according to God's standard of good. Do you even know what God's standard of good is? Oh, not the God you're serving. Not the one you march around in a cube or you bow to a flag or a dragon. You know, there's a country that has this guy as their nation's hero. Their standard that they raise up. You bow to the sun, the moon, colors. If you bow to another freedom and you think you can rule a nation by your own thoughts and minds without the kingdom of heaven in it and its king, you got something you're going to learn. In the Hebrew strong concordance, wicked also means ungodly. Guilty. These are powerful definitions of the word wicked. Pride is defined by Webster's Dictionary as one, the state, the condition of being proud. Two, inordinate, inappropriate self-esteem. Three, Conceit. Four. Self-image of yourself. Uh, Each one of those is a powerful lesson we could teach on. Pride. It's all about me. What I think of me. And I think I'm better than you. And I deserve a better life than you. And I was created to be a leader. Not you. You're here to serve me. I deserve to be the king of the universe. Ruling everything. And all, and to force you one way or the other to bow down to me. That is pride. And we're going to go to Webster's Dictionary to look up the word proud. Number one, it's feelings and showing, expressing pride. Two, excessive self-esteem. It's all about me. Three, arrogant, lordly, showing hatred and disgust for inferior people, inferior anything. I am above you. I rule over you. I am better than you. It means number four, arrogant. That is claiming and in. An excessive self-esteem. My importance of self is more important than you. You are nothing, as I say, cannon fodder. You are to be wasted, sacrificed, thrown to the wolves. You're nothing to me. That's a proud, prideful person. Me and me alone. Number five, it means haughty, prideful. Number six, I will not serve another. I will not bow. And nobody's going to make me. Continence is defined by Webster's Dictionary as demeanor, reflection. Two, expression of body and soul. I see your feelings. I know some stuff. But if you have had 
any kind of programming, trauma, such powerful lust, you will disassociate. And who you are in public, on the cameras, the politician, a leader, a judge, an imam, a military general, you're one way in public and you're one way in the mind. You're one way in behind the closed doors. But I can come in your dreams. And so can the God of King David. And we're looking at you. And this is what we say. This is you. There's a great movie to see how this happens. I think it was in the Chronicles of Narnia. And it was maybe the second or third movie. Called the Dawn Treader, I believe. And these young kids ended up <laughs> jumping into a picture. Ended up on an island, and one of them was very frightened and arrogant. He turned into a dragon himself, and he learned that was what his heart was. And until he changed, he couldn't go back to himself. He had some issues, and he was really a fiery dragon against his friends and people in the world. A little kid, he he became a dragon. In the realm of Narnia. Dawn Treader, I think it's called. Continence also means words, actions, nonverbal communication, mental personality. Who are you, really? Are you one that's many? Are you many that's one? Pastor Deborah sees many, many different people inside of you. Human spirits that come and go. Demonic spirits that come and go. You have a multitude of personalities. And I can see it and hear it. Number five. It's your soul. Your mental and emotional and your feelings reflection. With or without words. That's your continence. You can look at me. I can look at you and talk to you with my eyes. I can wink and make a gesture, talk to you, faint smile. My spirit can talk to your spirit while I'm looking at you. I'll look at your eyes, and if there's demonic spirits in there dancing around, they won't be able to look at me. I can see you changing personalities. I can see if you're in a trance, the real you. Go watch the movie Manchurian Candidate with Frank Sinatra and Denzel Washington. That was like Manchurian Candidate too. They show you what trauma and abuse will do to you by others for their purposes. The Manchurian Candidate, the one who became it, his mother wanted to rule as president of the United States. She needed an assassin, one that she could tell to do something. They got her son. Captured him and took him into North Korea. Brainwashed him through torture and trauma. He learned to kill. He was sort of in a hypnotic state most of the time. As soon as the Queen of Diamonds came up, an order came and he went and did it. Forget, And he'd forget about it. And that is what you are. A Manchurian candidate. That the real dragon, your father, Satan himself, has birthed. Through the flesh, taught in childhood, through schools, circumstances, traumas, and abuse. 
You reflect him and his image and his heart to humanity. Verse 5 of King David's Psalms. His ways are always grievous. Who? The wicked. In God's heart and in Pastor Deborah's heart. Their judgments are far away from his Lord's sight. The Lord does not look on you. He knows who you are. You're a child of a dragon. You have become a dragon yourself. He won't look. He'll send angels. He'll send Pastor Deborah. But he cannot be in your presence. He's not in your thoughts. This guy is controlling you. Your emotions. Your feelings. Your destiny. Your purpose. Not the God of King David and Pastor Deborah. In the Lord's sight, King David is saying, You, the wicked one, you're his enemy. You're proud. And you know what God does? He just laughs at you. But he cries at the same time. His heart is broken over this condition. You are in, that your soul is in, your spirit's in, that you are the son of a dragon. And this dragon rules your life through wickedness, pride, morally evil in his eyes. Is this you? Yes. Is it Pastor Deborah? Used to be. Jan was that way, but not Pastor Deborah. You go hear my story called It's Time. You'll learn about my death as Jan, a wicked individual inside of me. And the birth of Pastor Deborah. You go watch the kingdom of darkness and you'll learn about him and his kingdom. You'll learn about your fall from your ancestors and how you are really an orphan. But your nature is Satan, the adversary of God. You're wicked and evil in your heart and your mind. You have been abused and traumatized. Because Satan uses that in order to program you as a Manchurian candidate. Drugs, alcohol, he'll use it to program you. Starting in childhood with abuse, rejection from parents, betrayal. Seeking love, never finding it. Then go to your elementary schools and you don't learn truth. You get bullied. You're not rich. Only the rich can rule the world, not the poor. You're from another country that is backward. Only the dragon and his kings rule the world. So you look at yourself in this time of self-reflection. You look at your heart, your thoughts. How about you come and I'll talk to you in the spirit. We'll go before the judge and the judge, the courtroom of the universe. And we will have the videotapes. We got them. We've got the books, the emails, the texts. You think you can destroy things? Servers? 
delete things. None of it's deleted in God's kingdom. We got them. I got them. We got all the evidence and proof that your heart is the same as Satan's. It is wicked and vile. And you do not live in the kingdom of righteousness, love, joy, and peace. You do not love humanity. You just want to rule it. He, Satan, has developed your thoughts, your feelings, and emotions. You look just like him. You're a fiery dragon yourself. Inside. Oh, on the outside, you look pretty good. You hide your behaviors. You hide your actions, your illegal things you do. You hide everything. And you hang around people. They do the same thing and everybody hides it. But I am a fly on your wall. And I've got angels and we are watching, videotaping, audio taping, everything you do, every thought you have, every desire is known to us. We know your dreams. We know what you think about. We know all your disassociative parts. We know your system. We know who you serve. The dragon, the serpent, Satan. You're his kids. Pastor Deborah's not. Used to be. Not anymore. I found the true father. King David is trying to help you to self-reflect. As a master teacher, my job is to sit you down. Bring hope to you by self-reflection. Tell you the truth, which will guide you to making decisions. Will show you a path to walk on. That's not where you've been going. And to say there is hope for you to change your life. To leave this father, this image, and no longer be wicked. If you want that hope and that change, and you really want to change, but you're afraid, Pastor Deborah and others will help you. But first, take time and self-reflect. You're going to have some memories come up in your dreams. Might have some nightmares. You might get sick. You might start getting afraid when you get in front of the cameras. All kinds of things are going to happen. All that evilness and wickedness will be uncovered. Maybe not in your lifetime and while you're alive, but as soon as you die, you go into the throne. I'll be there. The videotapes will be there. You'll be judged. You cannot serve another. Cannot light candles. Pray to mothers. Pray to ancestors. Pray to statues. You're only praying to this guy who's deceiving you, wanting to be the one true God in your heart. And he's using everything he has, every wicked thought, every desire. He's lusting, lusting, lusting. All he wants is slaves. He is like Sauron of the Lord of the Rings. He will bow down to no one and he will serve no one. 
You either serve him or die. He's got you for a lifetime. He's had your ancestors. He'll have your kids and your great-grandkids if you don't change. So take a time in this word of encouragement. Self-reflect. Other people can't help you. They're going to lie to you and deceive. They don't want to offend you. But I will offend you to help you out of the darkness and ignorance that you're in. Your system will love me. Some of it. Your spirit will seek me out. Because it wants freedom. It wants light and love. And it can't get it. Because your soul, your mental stuff, your life, your heart is nothing but a fiery dragon of wickedness, evil, perversion, lies, distortion, and death for other people. And that is your word of encouragement. If you want to change and have a different father, different image, and no longer be looked at in the courtroom of the universe as a wicked, evil heart. And you get in contact with me one way or the other. You find the God of King David of ancient Israel. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The God of Moses. The God of Pastor Deborah. The Father of Christ Jesus. And he will set you free. And you'll no longer have a wicked heart. But first, he'll have to do a lot of work in you. And the work is called spiritual death. And you'll have to be reincarnated. All your parts will have to disappear into the sea of forgetfulness. And a new one will have to come up. You'll learn about that and how it's done in the story called It's Time about Pastor Deborah. You go look at it. I'm getting it up on YouTube now in parts. You go learn. This is a word of encouragement. It's a time of self-reflection. And it's me, a master teacher, sitting down with you, a disciple, a listener, saying, let's take some time and let's look deep inside of you. Because we love you and we don't want you to end up in eternity with him. But instead with a loving God and a loving father in a beautiful kingdom and coming back to a new earth as a new creature, beautiful, innocent, sweet, pure, with no wickedness, no pride, no lust. So we're working on a goal for you. All right. I'll see you on the next word of encouragement. Sometimes you need some tough ones. Because you've got to look at yourself. I'm here to help you. You can comment me when you get this video. And I'll comment back to you. We love you so much over here. The Father's love is beyond space and time for you. It's paid a high price for you. If you'll accept his love. And let him do his work and fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 in your life. He'll give you a Hebrews 
412, a spiritual circumcision. So you can come up spiritually out of your flesh. And his light and love can touch you. Yeah. We got work to do. I don't want you to be with him anymore. I don't want your heart to be like this. I don't want you to be a fiery dragon. With inside of you. Breathing out your fires. Hate. Jealousy and evil, wickedness and perversions to humanity, to children, to businesses. You're better than that. There's great potential for you. But you must want it. And even if you can't reach for it yourself, I'll come down. You just hang on to Pastor Deborah. You reach like Sam told Frodo. When he was hanging over Mount Doom. Don't you let go. You hang on to Pastor Deborah. Because I got you. And I'm not going to let you go. If I have to go into hell upon your death. I will. If you're in a coma in the hospital. Dying. I'm coming to you in the spirit. I am not going to let you go. And end up in hell. In death and the grave. Oh your physical body's going to die. But I'm coming after your spirit. That forever part of you that lives on. That wants a new life. That wants to be reincarnated into a better thing. I will not leave you alone. No matter what happens to you. I'm coming. And I'll see you on the next word of encouragement. For you. Bye.